Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com 954-589-2204 Welcome aboard, this is Zaslow Show 2.0 Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0, it is a Friday, the 10th of November Good to have you all aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, and presented as always by our title sponsor, Everything Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733, you're involved in any kind of an accident, Anna Jar and Levine gets you the compensation you're entitled to, let them put their skills to work, first you call 911, you make sure everybody's safe. Then you get the money you deserve. You call Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. Got a fun show today. It's Friday. I'm so glad to have you guys with us. I feel like I got a big weekend ahead of me. I'm very excited about what's to come. I hope you guys feel good about the week that you just went through and we get to finish it all up together. And of course, I got to tell you guys, if you're looking to get in on that action, 
Bet Online. You got all the hoops action, NBA, college basketball. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. Also, NFL, college football, UFC, NHL, they're all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and you get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, it's Friday, which of course means we have so much action going on, including, uh, I mean, I. Got to tell you guys if it's a big game or not a big game. Got to tell you guys if, if we're looking at a big movie or not a big movie. So there's there's a lot happening here, all right? I could tell you guys a couple things right off the top. Number one, shout out to my son, Corey. His school, Poznak School, had their home opener last night, varsity soccer. My son is a freshman, plays on the varsity soccer team, which is really cool. They had a draw 2-2. So that's a nice little result right there. You get a point out of that. So shout out to those kids. I enjoyed watching them play last night. Also, we're going this afternoon. I'm not going to tell you if it's in big movie or not a big movie. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it's Friday. It's Veterans Day. Shout out to all the veterans out there. Everyone who has served our country. I mean, the sacrifice, you, you can't even put it into words. And by the way, not just for the soldiers. Not just if, if you in particular served... But your family, they're serving as well. They're part of it, okay? So big time shout out and thank you to all the veterans out there on today being Veterans Day. So the kids don't have school today. And I'm going to take my son this afternoon. We're gonna, My younger son, Jordan, we're going to go see the Marvels. Now, is that going to be in big movie or not a big movie? I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But we're going to see the Marvels this afternoon. I can tell you, I have low expectations. Very low expectations of the Marvels. I didn't even finish watching Ms. Marvel. That was the TV show came out, uh, the, the episode, the series that, that came out, I don't know, like a little more than a year ago maybe. I didn't even finish it. I have very low expectation for the Marvels. But anyway, we'll go see that. Hopefully we enjoy it this afternoon. So we got that going on as well. Let's start out. Oh, and by the way, come on, what am I thinking here? Tonight, what are you doing tonight? Oh, look. It's Friday night, you're sitting around, you're relaxing. How about you put on ESPN Radio, you listen to Amber and Ian. I'm filling in tonight for Ian Fitzsimmons, so I'll be doing this show with the best girl, Amber Wilson. So tonight, Amber and Ian, make sure you're listening 7 to 10 p.m. ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80. And I think you also get it locally on ESPN 106.3 FM West Palm. But the ESPN app, that's the easiest way. Series XM Channel 80, that's the easiest way. So tonight, 7 to 10 p.m., I'll be back on with Amber, filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons. So Amber and Ian tonight, 7 to 10 p.m., I'll be on with Amber Wilson. I'm also doing Monday night with her. So that's I'm really looking forward. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's been a few weeks since I did the show with Amber. The last few weeks for ESPN, I've been hosting ESPN Radio NFL Game Day on Sundays with Mike Tannenbaum and Herm Edwards. Shea Cornette is back in the big chair, so I am, uh, I'm no longer doing that. Uh, you know, I was filling in for her. She was away for a few weeks, I guess. But now, tonight, I'm doing Amber and Ian. Monday, I'm doing Amber and Ian as well with the great Amber Wilson. So make sure you're listening tonight. I'm very excited about that. All right, let's start things off, though. You had a couple of NBA games last night. 
You have, in Mexico City, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Orlando Magic, but the game before it, the Indiana Pacers beat the Milwaukee Bucks. So the Bucks dropped to 5-3. And, three. and Indi- Indiana, by the way, highest scoring team in the league. Holy shit, can that team score? Between Tyrese Halliburton, who's awesome, and Benedict Matherin, Miles Turner, th- this Indiana team, they are fun. They scored a ton of points. And if you want to talk about a trade, that made sense for both teams a couple years ago. Sacramento and Indiana, where Sacramento acquires DeMontis Sabonis for Tyrese Halliburton. Sacramento became a playoff team. Indiana, they're, like they're looking like a playoff team. They score the most points in the league. That's one of those trades worked out for both teams. But anyway, the story from that game, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 54 points last night. Damian Lillard did not play. He's dealing with some type of injury. I know he tried to give it a go and he couldn't. So it wasn't one of those situations where he's resting and load management. You can't say that. Uh, but And no Chris Middleton last night either. But Giannis had 54. The Pacers still won the game. Now granted, you can't judge Milwaukee based on losing uh, You know the points they give up to the Pacers. Pacers are scoring a ton of points against everybody. But Milwaukee's defense has been bad this year especially in the backcourt. They can't stop anybody. But I'm wondering, like, are Heat fans rooting against the Bucks? Like, are you hate-watching the Bucks because of Damian Lillard? For me, the Bucks should be one of our rivals. I don't look at them that way. We played them in 2020, we took that ass. Played them in 21, they swept us. Played them in 23, we took that ass. Like, we played them three of the last four years in the playoffs. We've won two of them. Overall, we played them four times in our franchise history in the playoffs. We've won three of those four because we beat them also, what was it, in 2012, I think it was, or 2013 in the first round. One of those two. When it was Brandon Jennings and Monta Ellis in the backcourt, you remember? And Monta Ellis claimed he's as good as Dwayne Wade. You remember that. It's really fucking stupid. Anyway, so the Bucks are supposed to be like one of our rivals, I don't feel that way. Like, I just, just to me, I, I guess I can't work up the animosity toward the Bucks. But then maybe you get the whole, all right, they're the ones who got Lillard. But it's not like the Bucks did anything wrong to us in that spot. So, and, and, and maybe, maybe it's just me. I've moved past the Damian Lillard stuff. I'm not sitting here all upset that the Heat didn't get Damian Lillard anymore. Like, I... Once the season started, that's gone. That's over with. He doesn't play for us. He's never played for us. He certainly didn't do anything wrong to us. And the Bucks didn't do anything wrong either. But I think there are Heat fans, and this is okay if you are. I think there are Heat fans who are hate-watching the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm just not, I just, I'm not one of those. But I do like that the Bucks. Five and three. Are they struggling? I mean, he's only a game back. But are they struggling at five and three? They're certainly struggling defensively. I like that the Bucks are struggling, not because I'm hate watching them, but I like that the Bucks are struggling because, hey, it's one less team at the top of the Eastern Conference. Like, we know the Celtics are really, really good. And I felt the Celtics, I didn't like the Celtics after acquiring Porzingis, but then when they acquired Drew Howard, I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. Now, this is a major upgrade from last year's team. I do believe that. And I think we all see, by the way, I didn't even talk about this yesterday. 
watching the Heat against the Grizzlies and Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart kind of sucks. Like, Marcus Smart's a good player to have on your team when your team is good. Even though I was never really sure if Marcus Smart was a winning player. He does a lot of negative things for your club. The decision-making, the shot-taking, a lot of it, you know, technical fouls, a lot of it is not winning stuff. But on a winning team, Marcus Smart has a role. On a bad team, like the Grizzlies right now, he sucks. And there's no covering that up. He is not a very good player. Anyway, I like that. I'm not hate-watching the Bucks. I like that they're struggling for what it could mean for the Heat moving forward. But that brings us, though, to a team that I think a lot of people, maybe myself included, did not think was going to be one of the upper echelon teams and certainly looks like it. And so if you believe that Milwaukee maybe is not going to be as good as everybody tabbed them to be, Philadelphia is a lot better than people thought they were going to be. 6-1 and one right now, best record in the Eastern Conference. The only team with a better record is the world champion Denver Nuggets at 8-1. and one. But the Sixers at 6-1, six and one, see, that's the team that I would be hate-watching if I'm a Heat fan. That's the team for me that I look at, not Milwaukee, and see what we could have had. With the Bucks, you look at it and think you could have had Damian Lillard. Not really, but I guess with the Sixers, you really could have had Tyrese Maxey. That's the one for me as a Heat fan that makes me crazy that that's the guy we should have had. And that's the guy we should have had where you say we should have had Lillard. Okay, you would have had to give up a lot to get him. Well, you could have had Maxey. You didn't have to give up anything to get him. And it also means you wouldn't have to watch Kyle Lowry on a nightly basis. Now, the Sixers, maybe we shouldn't be surprised. I, I think not having James Harden and getting role players, Nikola Batum, Robert Covington, the, that was addition by subtraction for Philadelphia. But the real addition by subtraction for them was not having James Harden meant more Tyrese Maxey. And that is a major net positive for Philadelphia. More Tyrese Maxey. And then, okay, Tobias Harris is your number three. Fine, but Embiid and Maxey are so good that Tobias Harris can be your number three, and you're probably a contender in the Eastern Conference. So even if you believe Milwaukee is not going to be as good as people thought, I think at this point, even though it's early in the season, you see how much better Philadelphia is minus James Harden, and I'm not sure the Clippers are better with James Harden. It's only a couple games. Yes, they're 0-2, but man, like I, I, I don't think that move... I, I told you when they made the trade for Harden, it doesn't move the needle for me if I'm the Clippers. But anyway, and with Philadelphia, what I'm talking... Like, Maxi is the guy that I look at. That's the guy we should have. And I've told this story a million times. John Calipari, head coach of Kentucky, he came on Zaslow, Rams, and Amber a few years ago, a little bit before the draft, and he said, listen... Like, the Heat love the Kentucky guys. Bam, Tyler Hero. And he said, look, I love the Heat organization, and I got another guy on my team right now. I'm hoping winds up with the Heat. He didn't name him by name. It was not difficult for us to know that it was Tyrese Maxey that he was talking about. The draft rolls around. We all have our fingers crossed. The Heat had the pick at, like, number 17, number 18, or whatever. And Maxey's on the board. They took Precious Achua. They missed on that one. And not just because they decided to flip Precious Achua. 
the very next year for Kyle Lowry. But, you know, Precious Achua hasn't turned out to be that guy anyway with Toronto. And Maxi was right there. That's the guy for me. Like, imagine how... Imagine what a difference just having Tyrese Maxey on this team would be. And I guess, you know, you don't have to give anybody up, I say. It, well, technically, you, you give up Lowry, I guess. Like, whatever. Imagine Now, would the Heat have traded Maxey with Goran Dragic in Toronto for Lowry? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But imagine how much better this Heat team would be with Maxey. So, you can look at Milwaukee and say we should have had Lillard. I really look at Philadelphia and say we should have had Maxi. That's the way I see it. So that's the part. That's the part really that drives me crazy if I'm a Heat fan. Anyway, so just a couple games last night. Uh, as far as the Heat go, the Heat are back in action tomorrow. Tyler Hero, we learn, he is going to be in a walking boot for 10 days. He's going to be reevaluated in a couple weeks. I guess that's best case scenario, but this is it every year. Like, Every year, Tyler Hero misses time. You just hope that it doesn't come in the playoffs again, which it has already a couple times in his career. He And this is a freak injury. Like, he landed on someone's foot. Yeah, it's, you know, does that make him injury prone? I think he's injury prone, but that kind of freak accident, like, that's that could happen to anybody. So he'll be reevaluated in a couple of weeks. I do want to mention a couple things here, and, and I want to get to some NFL. First, though, if you're thinking about how you're going to enjoy all the action this weekend, be it football, the Heat, Panthers, whatever, you know I'm telling you, run on out to the store and get yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Got another Johnny Cuba tailgate coming up with the Dolphins next weekend, Dolphins and Raiders. I'll give you more info on that next week. But Johnny Cuba, a refreshing German lager in a can. It's those European roots with the Caribbean salts perfect for South Florida. That's what we're talking about. And of course, you can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. Remember, always drink responsibly. Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, the most delicioso beer. Remember, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo, and more is always brewing. A couple things. I want to give a few thanks out. I've been on a couple different podcasts this week. Number one, earlier in the week, I was on the PNB Fantasy Football Podcast. You can go, you can check it out. I mean, I retweeted it a couple days ago, but you can check it out anyway, at PNB Fantasy Pod. So I was on the PNB Fantasy Football Pod the other day. Had a lot of fun with those guys. And yesterday, no, it came out today. And yesterday I was on uh, the Random Scrub Heat Podcast. Hot Take Harry, you guys know him. Part of Heat Twitter on, on social media. At Basement Sports N. I retweeted it today, but you can also check out at Basement Sports N. I was on the Random Scrub Heat Podcast yesterday. And that came out today. And a couple things that I want to mention from each of those pods. So... I was asked a couple fun... I mean, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff. But a couple fun things that I wanted to mention here. So, on the PNB Fantasy Pod, I was asked to give my Mount Rushmore of South Florida, all-time favorite South Florida sports teams. Like, what year? This was very tough. So, four all-time... Think about it. Four, your top four favorite Miami sports teams. And here's what I had. 
The first thing I would say is, I had no Dolphins. I mean, how pathetic is that? That's not pathetic on me. It's pathetic on the Dolphins. I had no Dolphins. Top four, Mount Rushmore, favorite Miami sports teams. Number one, and this is in no particular order, 2003 Florida Marlins. That summer, did not expect the Marlins to be shit. My boy and I, Jared, we were at UF. We were like the only two of our friends who stayed for the summer. And we're just like, you know what? Let's just watch the Marlins every night. We weren't taking classes. We were doing nothing. And they were supposed to be shitty. They ended up winning the World Series. That was, it was so much fun. If you're that age that you were able to experience it, you know what I'm talking about. So 2003, Florida Marlins were on my Mount Rushmore. 2004, Miami Heat. That's right. That team won 42 games. That was the team that went to the second round, lost in game six to the number one seed Indiana Pacers. But it was Dwayne Wade's rookie year. Lamar Odom, Karan Butler, Ray Alston, Brian Grant, Eddie Jones. In the Heat organization, the, at, at the time, and even a few years later, was known as everyone's favorite Miami Heat team. A team that won only 42 games and lost in the second round. For them to be a lot of people's all-time favorite Heat team, think about how special that group was. It was so much fun. It obviously led to us getting Shaq, and it was the beginning of, whoa, Wade. Wade's that guy. Or like the kids say, Wade was him. So 2004 Miami Heat, that shit, we were back with that team. It was so, that was back in black in the playoffs. All right, because they missed the postseason two years in a row the previous two years. First time ever that Pat Riley as head coach of the Miami Heat missed the playoffs was 2002-2003. All right. So 2003 Florida Marlins, 2004 Miami Heat, 2013 Miami Heat. They won 27 games in a row. Back-to-back NBA champions. It ends with Ray Allen in game six. LeBron with the game-winning basket, or game-clinching basket, game seven. Phenomenal series against the Spurs. 2013 Miami Heat. And the fourth one, and this was tough, 2023 Florida Panthers. That's right. 2023 Florida Panthers. Unbelievable all-time memories. The Panthers could have won the Stanley Cup last year. I mean, obviously, that would have been so incredible, but the memories they gave me and gave Panther fans from this past postseason was still all-time. We'll never forget about it. As as fun a postseason run I've ever experienced. 7-0 in overtime in the postseason. Doesn't even count Matthew Kachuk's winner in Game 4 with th- four seconds left to sweep the Carolina Hurricanes. That wasn't even an overtime. Greatest moment in Panther history. So 2023 Florida Panthers, which narrowly edges out 2020 Miami Heat. That shit was special in the bubble. But because the bubble, it, it was... Like, it was such a stressful time in our lives because of COVID. But then again, what the Heat did in the bubble, like, it was very rewarding. That's honorable mention. And also 2023 Heat, honorable mention. The Heat regular season was so frustrating. I get it. The Panther regular season was so frustrating too. But the Heat regular season was so frustrating. Even though the playoffs were so amazing, it doesn't make them out rush more. Honorable mention though. So those were the four. And also, so... When I was on the Random Scrub Heat podcast, and we were doing Mount Rushmore of all-time favorite Heat players. So, I want to give this to you guys also, where they, they actually set me up and they said, 
no Dwayne Wade, because Dwayne Wade's so obvious, right? But I told them, Dwayne Wade wouldn't have been on mine anyway. I love Dwayne Wade. But everyone's favorite player, the best guy on the team is always everyone's favorite player. That's never been my favorite player. Like, growing up a Dolphin fan, I love Dan Marino. Was never my favorite player. I, I feel like the best guy, it's so easy for that guy to be your favorite player. Have a little bit of character as a sports fan. Let somebody else be your favorite player. Like with the Miami Heat in 2006, when they won their first championship, my favorite player on the team was James Posey. That shows I got some character as a sports fan. So, Mount Rushmore, all-time favorite Miami Heat players. Obviously, Glenn Rice. He'll never not be a number one. Glenn Rice, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's my, my second all-time favorite Heat player. He is, even though this is just his fifth year here. You know, he's been here longer than LeBron. Number three, Mount Rushmore all-time favorite Heat players, Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, he was only here for three and a half years, but I'm a big Shaq guy. I love Shaq. He's on my Mount Rushmore favorite Heat players. Not best Heat players, favorite Heat players. And number four, Alonzo Mourning. I mean, man, was he fun to watch. Just so physical, so tough, nasty. The the biceps and the posing. I love Zoe, man. Jimmy Butler, Glenn Rice, Alonzo Mourning, Shaquille O'Neal. That's my Mount Rushmore. What's yours? You could always tweet to me at Zaslow Show. And hey, you could also tweet to at Basement Sports N since the Random Scrub Heat podcast, they were the ones who posed that question. So thanks to those guys for having me on this week. And thanks, of course, also to PMB Fantasy Pod for having me on this week. And you go check them out as well. And I retweeted both of those podcasts. All right, guys, you know, we all, as, as adults, we all have things that we need to worry about, right? Things that we need to make sure are all in the up and up. And, and one of those things is we need to make sure that our home is safe and taken care of. I'm talking about making sure you have the proper homeowner's insurance. That's one less thing you need to be laying awake at night thinking about is whether or not you have the right coverage for your home. God forbid something happens. And that's why I send you to Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance from Brunt Insurance for 10 years now. And that's because Greg Brunt and his team fully licensed. They know the right kind of insurance I need for my home. They know exactly the area that you're calling from because with offices all throughout the state of Florida, wherever you're calling from, Greg Brunt and his team, the agents specialize in finding the right policy. They're going to educate you on all your options. And this way, you know all the ins and outs of your policy of choice. And you're getting it at the most affordable rate out there. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. Maybe you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your automobile, motorcycle, your boat. I mean, I get my homeowner's insurance from Brunt Insurance, but they're offering all of that up for you. At 954-589-2204, you're making the right call. At Brunt Insurance, they have the expertise and experience to find the perfect coverage for you. And that includes comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. 954-589-2204, BruntInsurance.com. And of course, every Friday, Brunt Insurance brings you another edition a big game or not a big game. That's right. Big game or not a big game. Every Friday brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Even though the Dolphins are not playing this weekend, they're big games and they're not big games. So let's figure out what's what. All right. Let's start out with tonight. 
7 p.m. Your, no, no, excuse me, Bally Sports Florida, excuse me, Carolina Hurricanes, I was about to say your Miami Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes, you don't like them, at your Florida Panthers. That's right, the Panthers at 7-4-1, they're actually winners of seven of their last ten games, because remember, they got out to an 0-2 start, they are playing very good hockey right now, first matchup of the year with their rival Carolina Hurricanes, and also the team that they swept right out of the Eastern Conference Finals last year, which led to Matthew Kachuk, the greatest moment in Florida Panther history, where Kachuk scores the game-winning goal with under four seconds to play to clinch the Eastern Conference Championship and sweep that ass of the Carolina Hurricanes. So tonight, Hurricanes at Panthers, that's a big game. No, it. All right, everybody calm down. Next up, Saturday, 3.30, ABC. That's the American Broadcasting Company. The Miami Hurricanes at number four Florida State Seminoles. We had Brett Romberg on the show yesterday. If you missed any of our pal Hurricane legend Brett Romberg, Go back into the Zaslow Show 2.0 archives yesterday, and please check that out. We talked all about the Canes-FSU rivalry, talked about what this game tomorrow means as far as recruiting and all that stuff. Romberg believes very strongly that Mario Cristobal is the guy to turn this thing around, but he also believes tomorrow could be it for Tyler Van Dyke. So yeah, can you imagine Tyler Van Dyke, who has been struggling mightily, can he get the Canes fan Back on his side with a win at FSU at Doe Campbell Stadium. Which, by the way, Robert said ain't shit. Robert said Doe Campbell ain't shit. The Canes, can they pin the first loss of the year on FSU and possibly ruin their season? That's why if you're a Canes fan, you like it that FSU is undefeated. Because you want the Canes to be the one to ruin their season. So, your Miami Hurricanes at number four Florida State. That's a big game. All right. Big game or not a big game? Saturday, 7.30, SEC Network, Florida Gators at number 19, LSU. Now, the Gators, very rough season, 5-4 and four overall, 3-3 three and three in the SEC. And now they take on an LSU team that is four and two. They're third in the SEC. Four and two in the SEC. Third in the SEC West. I mean, they're, they're you know they're behind Ole Miss. They're behind Alabama. They're very likely not going to to be able to represent the SEC in the championship game. But nonetheless, I mean, Death Valley Gators are they going to fall under 500 in the SEC? This one could be ugly. Gators at LSU. I'm going not a big game. I think it's blowout city. I'm going, I think Gators are in big trouble. I'm going not a big game. Big game or not a big game? Saturday, 7.30, Bally Sports Sun. Your Miami Heat at the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks, after their win yesterday in Mexico City against the Magic, they're 5-3. and three. The Heat are 4-4, four and four, but winners of three in a row. The Heat got their first road win of the season a few nights ago, in Mem- two nights ago, in Memphis. Can the Heat now take this show to Atlanta? Tonight, by the way, are tournament games. Tonight in the NBA, 
All the games in action this evening are in-season tournament games. The Heat are not in action tonight. The Heat do not have an in-season tournament game this week. They're back at it next week at Charlotte with their second match play game. But tomorrow night, can the Heat make it four in a row? Heat at Hawks? That's a big game. No. All right. Sunday, 1 p.m., Bally Sports, Florida. The Chicago Blackhawks at your Florida Panthers. You're defending Eastern Conference champion Florida Panthers. Can the Panthers avenge an early season road loss? Was it 5-2? I think it was they lost that game. Connor Bedard had a goal that night. The Blackhawks beat the Panthers already. The Blackhawks right now, they're only 5-7-0. But the Panthers, they are playing very good hockey right now. Do the Panthers go into that game after a win from Friday night tonight against the Hurricanes? I don't know. I can't predict the future. But I can tell you, Blackhawks at Panthers, that's a big game. And finally, got one more for you ass here. Sunday, 7 p.m., Valley Sports Sun. Your Miami Heat at the San Antonio Spurs. So we may not have any Dolphins on Sunday, but we got the Panthers in the afternoon, the Heat in the evening, the Spurs are three and five. It's our first look. We saw them in the preseason, but it's our first look at Victor Wembanyama. Heat at Spurs. I'm going to go big game. You didn't think I was going to go in that direction, but it's the first meeting regular season-wise against Wembanyama. I'm going to go big game. Can the Heat go into that game with a four-game win streak? I don't know. I can't predict the future. But I can tell you, Heat at Spurs, that's a big game. And that right there, courtesy of Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. That is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. So speaking of which, Thursday Night Football last night, Bears beat the Panthers 16-13. I had the Bears minus three. I actually bought the hook. I, I rarely buy the hook. It was three and a half. I, I didn't want to get stuck with, with a field goal, so I bought it down to three. So even though it's a push, I, I feel like I won last night. I feel like I was very smart. But Bears beat the Panthers 16-13. The first thing I got to tell you is this game was so fucking bad. I mean, there, were, there were like several plays in a row, and I turned to my son. I go, what the hell are we watching? It was so bad. And not just Tyson Bajant. And Bryce Young, too. It's really bad quarterback play. I don't remember quarterback play being this poor. And I understand Tyson Bajant is a backup. And I understand Bryce Young is a rookie. But I feel like when I was a kid, if a team had to play their backup quarterback, like, it didn't mean they were definitely going to lose. It didn't mean that that quarterback was going to pass under 50% and for just 110 yards. It, it, it didn't mean that the offense wasn't going to be able to do anything. And I got to be honest, I think, it's a lo- I think it has a lot less to do with quarterbacks not being good these days as much as it has to do with, I think the defenses are just so much better than they were 25, 30 years ago. I think the defenses are so much more sophisticated. I think they make life on the quarterback so much more difficult than it was back then. I don't know. But what I do know is, quarterback play is so bad these days. There are so many teams that don't have a quarterback. Now, the play of the game that everybody's talking about, 
Fourth and ten, a minute and a half to go. Panthers trail 16-13. They have the ball on the 41-yard line. It's fourth and ten. And Frank Reich elects for Eddie Pinheiro to kick a 59-yard field goal to tie it. Now, look, I I don't know if Eddie Pinheiro's got the strong leg. Like, I know if the Dolphins were in that spot, and forget that the Dolphins' offense is elite and the Carolina Panthers is not, but, like, you can't have Jason Sanders kick a 59-yard field goal. He's got no shot. So I I don't know if that's the same kind of thing with Eddie Pinheiro, what his, you know, range is. This this kick came up uh, probably eight yards short. Very, very short. And Eddie Pinheiro, after he missed it, like, he gave a shrug to the placeholder, kind of meaning like, yeah, I can't kick this far. I, I, don't, I don't know. Why did we try that? So my guess is that he doesn't have that kind of leg. But Frank Reich is getting crushed for a kick in the field goal there. I, I, don't, I, I, think, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction crushing Frank Reich in that spot. Now, granted, they're a one-win team. They're, they're fucking terrible. They're 1-8 now. It was a no-win situation. He had no chance of making that field goal. And they also had no chance of picking up 4th and 10. It's not like going for 4th and 10 with that Panther offense and Bryce Young was such a better option. I would have went for 4th and 10 just because I feel like my biggest issue with it is kicking the field goal there, it comes across as such a loser move. They really had had no chance at making that field goal. And at least it's, all right, you got the number one overall pick in the draft. And I know right now it doesn't look like it, but there could be, like, there is some there is something to be said about give Bryce Young a little bit of confidence to say, listen, it's 4th and 10. It's too long for us to kick a field goal. We're going to go for it here. Make a play for us. And instead, it felt like such a loser move to try and kick a field goal that you have no chance making. So I guess that would be the issue that I would take with it. Now, I do want to tell you, the Dolphins don't play this Sunday. There are a lot of noteworthy games. Look at this slate. And I think these are all 1 p.m. games. Look at this slate here. Well, 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, Colts at Patriots. Now, I'm interested in that game because I love watching the Colts lose. But look at the rest of these games. And these are 1 o'clock games. Texans at Bengals. C.J. Stroud. Can he continue working some magic? The Bengals, they look like they're back in for real. Uh, Saints at Vikings, both teams are 5-4. and four. I'm interested in that because of Josh Dobbs. He's like the most fun story right now. And the Vikings are in a playoff spot in the NFC. 49ers at Jaguars, Niners are coming off a bye. They've lost three in a row. Jags have won five in a row. I mean, can you imagine? And, and the Niners, by the way, are favored in this game. If the Jags beat the Niners, which is totally possible... Niners have lost four in a row. Browns at rate. That's how math works. Browns at Ravens. Browns are five and three. Ravens seven and two. Right now, AFC North has all four teams in the playoff picture. If you're a Dolphin fan, you're rooting for the Browns to beat the Ravens here, especially because you're going to see the Ravens later in the year and you could handle that head-to-head situation yourself. I don't expect the Browns to be. I, I think the Ravens are going to blow them out. Lions at Chargers. Lions, uh, six and two. Chargers, four and four. Chargers trying to creep into the playoff picture. Those are all one o'clock games. I mean, Colts and Patriots are nine thirty a.m. Got a pretty good Sunday NFL Week Ten slate right there with the Dolphins off. I'll tell you what else is pretty good. If you're thinking about getting a new car, 
I send you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. You know I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're going to enjoy a relaxed indoor car shopping experience. North Andrews Avenue, it's a brand new state-of-the-art facility. You can see it right from I-95 at the Cypress Creek Road exit. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you walk in the showroom doors, you're treated like royalty. Plus... Maybe you're not thinking about getting a new car if you're looking to get your car serviced. And North Fort Lauderdale Subaru services all makes and models, not just Subarus. With an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're going to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And all new Subarus and most pre-owned vehicles come with a lifetime warranty, so you know you're covered. And right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you can make zero down payment, make zero payments for three months, and make zero security deposit. So for the rest of this year, you're not making any payments when you go at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, nflsubaru.com. Go to nflsubaru.com for more details. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Now, I already told you, I'm going this afternoon. And you may be saying to yourself, Zaslow, there's no Dolphins this weekend, so I gotta take advantage. I gotta get in some family time. Is there anything out there? Can you tell me, Zaslow? Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? Big movie or not a big movie? That's right. Almost every Friday. But we got some stuff to go over here. So let's start out with, this movie is called The Killer. The killer is rated R. It's got strong violence, language, brief sexuality. It's a mystery slash thriller. It's a David Fincher film. It is out in theaters. It's streaming. It came out the years, excuse me, came out the years a couple weeks ago. It started streaming today. It stars Michael Fassbender. He's a big time actor. We like him. He's Magneto in the X Men movies. Here's what it's about. The killer, hold on, after a fateful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt and insists it isn't personal. Doesn't give you a whole lot. But the killer, Rotten Tomatoes media score is a certified fresh 87%. Audience score, 80%. I think the killer looks good now that it's streaming I'll watch it here in the Zaslow Mansion family room. The killer, I'm going big movie. Big movie or not a big movie. This is a series. It's called The Curse. It is out this Sunday. So not today, but on Sunday, it's going to be available for streaming. Here's what it's about. A wickedly uncomfortable marriage of sensibilities between Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie, with a masterful Emma Stone tying everything together, the curse will make viewers cackle and squirm in equal measure. That's right, it stars Emma Stone. All right, here's a little bit more what it's about, actually. Here's the series info. The curse centers on Whitney and Asher Siegel, a newlywed couple struggling to bring their vision for eco-conscious housing to the small community of Española, New Mexico. But their efforts are complicated when an eccentrically flawed reality TV producer, Dougie, sees opportunity in their story. As the series unfolds, the couple finds themselves caught in a mysterious web of ethical and moral gray zones, all while trying to keep their relationship afloat. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 85%. No audience score yet. You know what? 
I can see that as something I'll watch with my wife. I'll go big movie for the curse. Big movie or not a big movie. This one is called The Marvels. It's rated PG-13. It's an action movie. It's got brief language and action and violence. It is out theaters today. It is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It stars Brie Larson and Tiana Paris, Iman Vellani, Samuel L. Jackson. Here's what it's about. Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, has reclaimed her identity from the tyrannical Kree and taken revenge on the Supreme Intelligence. But unintended consequences see Carol shouldering the burden of a destabilized universe. When her duties send her to an anomalous wormhole linked to a Kree revolution, her powers become entangled with that of Jersey City superfan Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Ms. Marvel, and her estranged niece, now Saber astronaut, Captain Monica Rambo. Together, this unlikely trio must team up and learn to work in concert to save the universe as the Marvels. Now, I told you, I'm going to see it this afternoon. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 61%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 85%. I got to tell you, those numbers are higher than I thought it was going to be because I told you, I'm going to low expectations. The Marvels, I'm going to go big movie. I'm going to go big movie. And finally, I got one more for you here. This one is called The Holdovers. It is rated R. It's got some drug use. It's got language, got brief sexual material. It's a comedy slash drama. It is out in theaters today. It stars Paul Giamatti. Here's what it's about. From acclaimed director Alexander Payne, The Holdovers follows a curmudgeonly instructor at a New England prep school who is forced to remain on campus during Christmas break and babysit the handful of students with nowhere to go. Eventually, he forms an unlikely bond with one of them, a damaged, brainy troublemaker, and with the school's head cook, who just lost a son in Vietnam. Yeah, I've seen previews for this movie. Rotten Tomatoes media score, certified fresh, 96%. This movie looks awesome, actually. The Holdovers, that's a big movie. And that right there is another edition of Big Movie or Not a Big Movie. We got some stuff going on. All right, there's some stuff to see this weekend. Long weekend, Veterans Day weekend. Again, shout out all the veterans, you and your families. Love you guys. And uh, yeah, so that's a little bit of something that you could do for this weekend. Go out and see a movie with your family on Veterans Day weekend. All right. Finally, though, tell you what else. If you're looking to get the best sleep of your life, if I told you you can get the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets, plus at your first order, if you use promo code Zazlo, you can get 20% off. Would that be something you'd be interested in? Yeah, go to SheetsGiggles.com. Get the best sleep of your life with Sheets and Giggles' irresistibly soft eucalyptus sheets. SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlo. 20% off your first order. Plus, you got the annual fall sale going on right now. Sheets and Giggles. I'm telling you, even after a loss by one of my favorite teams, I know I'm still going to get great sleep, even though I'm annoyed that the Panthers are the heat loss. Because right when I lie down on my eucalyptus pillow, oh my God, I'm in heaven again. I remember, yes, at least I'm going to get great sleep tonight. And that's courtesy of my man, Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He loves the heat. He loves the Panthers, the Dolphins, huge Miami sports fan. And... 
When you go to SheetsGiggles.com, you're not going to go anywhere else now for your bed sheets. SheetsGiggles.com, promo code ZASLO. You knew Zaslow Show 2.0 was becoming big time when Sheets and Giggles jumped on board. That's right. SheetsGiggles.com, where you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles and never turning back. SheetsGiggles.com, promo code ZASLO, 20% off. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Let's start. I got a few things for you here. I already told you last night the big story with Thursday Night Football was Frank Reich, head coach of the Panthers, going for fourth and ten, uh, trying to kick a field goal, 59-yarder, instead of going for fourth and ten. I don't think either option there was good, but let's at least get an explanation from the Panthers head coach. Um, yeah, it was a tough decision, you know, and honestly... Uh, as far as percentages, I felt like the percentages, you know, I, I listened to everybody, you know, listened to the analyst guys, listen, talk to Coach Tabes, you know, there was mixed opinions about what we should do. That's my call. Um, I've seen us make 60 yarders in practice. Uh, felt like there was a little bit of a breeze at our back. The pers- if you just look at the pure percentages, I think the pure percentage play is to kick it, you know, um, you know, it's, it's the, the fourth and ten conversions, probably 30% conversion, and the 60-yard field goal is higher than that. Um, do I second-guess myself over it? I mean, yeah, after we missed it, yeah, I did. You know what I mean? Because the one the one reason why maybe you go for it there, even though the percentage play is to kick it, if you're just going pure percentages, is to kick it, is because if we if we make it, we still have a chance to win the game and not just tie. There was still time left. You know, it wasn't like there was 20 seconds to go. So, um, I mean, look, so, yeah. I'm going to go big deal because I, I didn't love the way he sounded with his explanation. I mean, I don't think either option was good. I, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction because, like I said, I don't think either option was good. I do think it's kind of a loser move instead of, like, give Bryce Young, like, like give him the vote of confidence. Go out there and make a play. You're definitely not making a 60-yard field goal. Like, the idea that's like a 30% chance of making a 60-yard field goal, I don't know about that, man. I don't know where you got that math. So, I'm I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. I told you. I'm not, I, I don't think the Los Angeles Lakers are any good. Here's Hollywood Joy Taylor, our girl yesterday, on Speak on FS1. She's the big star of that entire network. And here she is on the Lakers' current struggles. But a lot of this, as it always has been, is going to be contingent on Anthony Davis's health. And yes, they've always been a top-heavy team. They were a top-heavy team last year. Anthony Davis, if you remember, was the one that carried them through the stretch when LeBron was out at the end of the season, that put them in the position to go to the Western Conference Finals. It's always been contingent on, is Anthony Davis going to be consistently healthy? This is not a good sign that he's out at the beginning of the season, but a slow start for this Lakers team, has we've seen it before. It's not ideal, but what's more concerning is how they start slowly in games. They are the worst first quarter team in the NBA through their first seven games. Mm-hmm. They've got to fix that. You can't fall behind, and then the whole game, you're scraping to get back in it. That is the problem that I feel they need to fix more immediately. Yeah, I'm going big deal. I think she's spot on. And finally, one more for you. So this is from this morning, unsportsmanlike ESPN Radio. My colleagues, Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, every morning, 6, 10 a.m. on ESPN Radio. Here's Chris Canty reacting to the Bears from last night. He doesn't think Justin Fields should see the field again for Chicago. In watching that game and now with the odds being what they are for the Bears to get the number one overall pick, 
Justin Fields shouldn't take any more snaps for the Chicago Bears. I think he will, though. But, but why? He shouldn't. Uh, the, 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 they're they're going to no, try to increase the, his value, but, but it won't but work. You, but you can't. You yeah. can't increase his value. Not what, what they Justin Fields should not play for the Chicago Bears. The last thing you want to do is further devalue this kid. And I said this months ago, and people thought I was crazy. I said you should trade him after the Thursday night game against the Washington Commanders because his value wouldn't be higher. People said, "Oh no, let's see what he can do. It's a, it's a, you know, a, a three month audition to see if he's the quarterback of the. No, he ain't." He ain't the quarterback of the future because he's in year three, and we keep asking the question, is he the quarterback of the future? Should the Bears draft the quarterback at the top of 2024? If we keep asking the question, eventually we're going to land on the answer being no. And obviously now, with you having a 40% chance to get the number one overall pick, there is nothing that Justin Fields can show you that can justify the opportunity cost of passing on yet another class of quarterbacks. So sit Justin Fields down, put him in bubble wrap, and wait to the offseason and trade him away for a second-round pick if you can get that. That has to be the mentality. Why on God's green earth would you put him out there? What do you need to see? The teams that are going to be bullish on Justin Fields, they don't need any more tape. A team that's interested in trading for Justin Fields in the offseason, or they don't need to see more of Justin Fields during the 2023 regular season. So why would you put him out there when it does nothing to serve your interest moving forward? Yeah, I'm going big deal. I, I, I think Canty is probably right. They're not going to win very many more games. Right now, they're projected. They have the Panthers pick. How about that? They have the Panthers pick. Right now, they're projected to have two picks in the top five. It's a very quarterback-heavy draft. I don't know if you can get a second-round pick for Justin Fields, but I think you got to use one of those picks on a quarterback, and then hopefully you get another draft pick for Fields. They don't know about Justin Fields. It's going to be three years. They, they, they don't know if they can win with him. And they're going to have a top pick, two top picks, in a quarterback-heavy draft. You can't pass up the opportunity to take another quarterback. So I'm going big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal. Not a big deal. Yes, we did it, everybody. We made it to Friday. Now everybody's weekend starts. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Make sure you listen tonight. Amber and Ian, ESPN Radio. I'm filling in tonight. I will be hosting with Amber Wilson. So make sure you're listening tonight on ESPN Radio. That's going to be a lot of fun, 7 to 10 p.m. I'm looking forward to that. Thanks to everybody who hung out with us this week. All my listeners, I love you guys. Tell your mother I say hello. Thanks to all our sponsors, of course. Thanks to everybody who works behind the scenes so hard to make sure we have a great show every day. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.